Welcome to another episode of the Backwoods 3 podcast, episode 19. This is Skulls bringing you in today. As always, asking, what it do, baby? It's Saturday, August 4th, and we are live in the studio. The man besides me is G. How's it going? It's going good. It is actually Sunday, just for the record, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we're living the Saturday life, you know? And it it's always good. Saturday. We yeah, are absolutely. Any day we're not at work, it's a Saturday. Really and truly, I, I lose count of what day it is in the summer every day. It kind of just blends in to one another. You need but, to lay uh, off that peyote. <laughs> what, what is peyote? <laughs> what is peyote? The voice you hear on the other line is Mikel. Mikel, how's it been going, man? Yeah, been a little minute since we've been in it, but uh, I'm glad to be back. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you picked up some rhyming skills <laughs> while you were gone. Here and there, you know, I do what I can. Just to start us off, take care of some house uh, house cleaning business. If you're listening to us, go ahead, follow us on our Twitter and our Instagram at the Backwoods Three P on Twitter and at Backwoods Three Podcast on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, do us that favor. And subscribe. Then if you feel like we're going a little bit too slow for your listening pleasure, bump that speed up to one point five. Apparently. I can't speak for it, but apparently we sound good. Yeah, or if you're sipping on that lean, a.k.a. purple drink, go ahead and bump us down to that point five. Yeah, you know? you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I think following us on Twitter is going to be an integral part of today's episode. So if you're not already, that's why we're getting it out of the way at the front of the episode. Okay. You know a what? little foreshadowing there. Exactly. I like it. A little tease. Dude, we're soft teasing a uh, potential Twitter poll. Okay. okay. Well, that's all we'll say for now. Yep. Let's start this episode out with some great news. Huge today. news. Yeah. Huge news. American rapper ASAP Rocky, I believe his real name is Rakeem Morris. I did not know that. He's free, people. ASAP Rocky is free from the shackles of Swedish prison. And it's a good thing, too, because, you know, he's got a man flinging poo at the wall and apparently yeah, just allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I yeah. saw no photographs to show anything of the sort. Well, that's because they won't allow cameras in there to actually see how bad the living situation is in that prison. Although I must say Sweden wasn't a country that I thought would be like a terrible prison situation. Like Russia, sure. You terrible know, prison uh, Slovakia, I'm worried. Sweden, right, Turkey, Georgia comes off the top, the state and the country, (laughs) both bad news. I'm going to say, like, I wouldn't want to be in a, like, Cuban or Colombian prison as well. Yeah, that Colombia, they they can get serious down there. Venezuela, also off the top, Chavez, doesn't seem like a good guy. I mean, and, and I mean, I guess that's just thrown into perspective, you know. It was Swedish prison, right? I thought that they get a window in Swedish prison. That's what I was told. I guess he so ASAP did not have a window. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what what exactly he was uh, allowed to have or or not have. But for the time being, he he's on American soil. He he's back home in the U.S. I don't know what else is gonna come uh, out of this <coughs> legal debacle. He is in. I do believe he could still be facing some kind of penalties, but he's on American soil. And let me just he's say, back with the ASAP mob. 
he's not just like back on American soil for the time being. I mean, he's pretty much here to stay. You know what, dude? He might be facing US some fines or something. Yeah, yeah, some we're not going to extradite him. They're yeah. not going to send him back. After all, it took to get him over here. And speaking of what it took, I mean, we've got our, our buddy Donnie Trump, and I think he had his best tweet yet. It had to have been. <laughs> it was the most dad joke influenced ever. Trump picked the lowest hanging fruit I believe he possibly could when he fired this tweet oh, off. Man. Once again, another just example of uh, why he should probably not be allowed to have Twitter. But this brought us a lot of humor. Uh, I got a good D, chuckle. Do you have the, the tweet on deck possibly? Let's if see, not, I'm... I know you could probably access it really quick. But it was, yeah, like G said, corny dad joke. We'll see. We kind of tweet. I'm excited, though, while while Mikel is looking this up. I'm going to say I hope with his recent incarceration that some new music comes out of it, possibly. Yeah, just Swedish slander. I mean, something like that. Just just really he goes in on it. I do have that tweet pulled up. So Donald Trump, I, I hope it was him and not whoever runs his social media. He said... ASAP Rocky released from prison and on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a rocky week. Get home ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> I don't. I don't have much else to say about that. Like, just real quick, does anybody here know what ASAP stands for? Obviously, as soon as possible in Donald Trump's tweet. But like, what does ASAP stand for? No one knows what it means, <laughs> but it's provocative. It gets the people going. I interpreted it as Rocky always takes forever to release his album, so it's what the people are screaming when he when he announces an album. It's like ASAP, oh. and he says, "No, you're gonna wait." And that's uh, and same that's thing. Just, it's an Ferb. interesting take on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way of the world, you know. That, that's ASAP Rocky for you, but it's worth the wait. So. So yeah, hopefully you all listening are as excited as we are to have. Uh, ASAP Rocky back on U.S. soil. Hopefully he's coming out with new music. But uh, we have a, a, a reoccurring segment we want to continue with today, and that is our word of the day. Would someone like to bring in the word of the day? I did not decide it, so... I, I decided today, and after, you know, I was actually... It was very descriptive of, of my feelings today, right? So after I had a very heavy lunch today... Um, and we're recording later in the afternoon, just for the record, <clears throat> and which is why I was feeling this way. But um, our word of the day comes from Italy. It's an Italian term, and I'm pretty sure they coined it. And, and forgive me if I am uh, butchering the term here. Uh, Mikhail is the only one here who's been to Italy, so keep me honest. But abioco. <laughs> Uh, Abio. Now, is it supposed to have three C's, or was that just? I'm just curious. Is I, I, that? A, I don't. I don't know. Okay, so go, we don't go know how to C's. spell it. We're just, just gonna, gonna tell go you what it means. Two C's. Okay. <laughs> um, but that is the actual. It's the Italian term for the powerful drowsiness you feel after eating a heavy meal, right? And I think in America we might call it a carb slump. Right, right, but it's just so it's so much. It sounds so better when you put a little Italian uh, flair back behind. Uh, and you should see Mikhail. He's doing the Family <laughs> Guy thing in here with his <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just thought you know, I was like, wow, is there any word to describe how I'm feeling? And boom, did I hit it on the head? It turns out the Italians have been feeling this way yeah. for years, dude. I appreciate that you that you took an Italian term because the Italian are a beautiful people. 
And it makes sense because everything they eat has just is just bread based. It's just pizza and pasta, at least from my own experience. Oh, <laughs> that and baked chicken. Up. Yeah. So the Italian, they eat they eat sauce. And can, can you offer any uh, any cool Italian facts or anything while we're just while we're here? Um, in Italy. I uh Probably could, but I'm on the spot, and right uh, now I can't. You know, I was disappointed we didn't go to Milan, but apparently it's not as cool as people say. So, like, I don't know if they just told me that to to kind of suffice, not suffice, uh, pacify. Blow, yeah, pacify uh, yeah. a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we didn't get to go there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all I've got, really. That's it. <laughs> hey, no, sorry, I just wanted to see if we could add a little extra flavor. The first thing I think of when I hear this word is Thanksgiving. Okay, you're going to have to explain how you made that jump. Because, it, it, I mean, the word of the okay. day is abioko, and it's the powerful drowsiness after you feel after a heavy meal, and I feel like we all are subjected to abioko after Thanksgiving that and Christmas. so true. So true. There's also, from what I've heard, something about turkey. Something in turkey it just makes you drowsy, sleepy. Yeah, there is that some some chemical I'm I'm assuming. There's no better nap than when you've got the football on after Thanksgiving lunch. You've just had seconds and you know, you just doze off for 30 minutes or so and you wake up to find that the Cowboys are losing and that you're probably about to scream in frustration, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> this word also kind of brought to my thought this head when y'all were growing up in, in y'all's household, what was the heaviest meal of y'all's day? Oh, as and far as, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, what did your family consider, like, yeah. their, their heaviest meal of the day? I know it's supposed to be breakfast. That's the healthiest thing. But it was definitely the last meal of the day, supper, was the one we put most effort into. Yep, same with us, too, uh, you know. Everybody comes home and cooks. I mean, but when yeah. we were in school, you know, getting out of the house in the mornings and stuff like that. Just no time for breakfast, really, besides a Pop-Tart or a bowl of cereal or mm -hmm. something. Same. And I rarely even ate breakfast. I was just a psychopath. Uh, I'm just <laughs> wait until lunch and then eat everything in sight. <coughs> just keep that going, yeah. So what brings up this question? What was it for you? Uh, ours was ours was dinner for sure. We we always had our heaviest meal of the day. It would always be dinner. Lunch was kind of like a, a snack to hold you through until dinner, and breakfast was kind of at your own choosing. But I've also I, I've met people whose families uh, use lunch as their heavy meal of the day and kind of use dinner for uh, a snack to hold you over for for the night. Right. Yeah, I think um, the most healthy way to do it is to actually eat your biggest meal for breakfast and then get decreasingly smaller throughout the day and eat the lightest meal for dinner. That's what that's what the experts say. Although I, I, I don't know, see myself doing that. No, yeah, dude, I would I would be eating like a midnight snack or something if I did that. And maybe if I went to bed earlier, it would be more effective. But but I mean, you got to think. I mean, if you start your day with like. Big old bowl of grits, some sausage, some bacon, some uh, toast, some eggs, Ooh, right? That sounds nice. You know, maybe a, a flapjack, a pancake, if you One will. One single flapjack. <laughs> yeah, in a little little fruit, little fruit salad mix. Okay. I mean, that's a lots of big breakfast, dude. That'll that'll set you right for yeah, a while. That will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see. See, I can see doing that, having a nice, a light little lunch to hold me over until supper, and then really getting after it again that night, but. I don't know. I just just it's probably not for me. I gotta have a big meal to go to to bed on. 
I, like, I think I like that. That's probably not healthy at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, but it's no. just, it's reality, you know. <clears throat> I'm the same way. So, yeah, I like our word. This is a, this is a good one. Also, I do want to point out um, your phones are listening to you people. They hear everything you say because yeah, we've even talked about it on the podcast before we have we have mm-hmm. but just recently this word of the day segment has now led me to getting word of the day emails they're emailing me i don't know who but they're giving me these words of the day so and, and we haven't picked one of these emails because that's that's too easy but have you like recently typed into the google machine word of the day or just been looking for random words of the day that that we could use I can vouch for Mikhail not doing a lot of research on the on the word of the day. I think right. I've, no it's offense, it's but, usually you. Know, you yeah, I, I normally keep I think I pulled one out of a book I was by. reading. Yeah. Okay. I do remember that. But I didn't Google search searched it. it. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I don't think I've Google searched anything like me. That. On the other hand, you know, <laughs> I, I'm searching all sorts of random. Did stuff. you sign me up on a mailing list, G? Uh, I did not. You can look at my last most recent tweets uh, or my most <laughs> recent, uh, you know, Googles there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even got, and it turns out Abioko has two C's. Two C's, know. good yep. to know. That's like, uh, that brings me back to the Kirikako debacle, debacle <laughs> when it was Kirisau, but it was spelled incorrectly. I'm not going to say by who, and it led me to say some stupid crap. Yeah. <laughs> but we're past it. <laughs> we're well and, past. And I, think, and I think we're moving on to what we soft teased earlier at the episode now we're gonna hard tease it and just really get into it yep so i think we're gonna start with maybe like a new a new segment on the podcast to kind of uh you know get some more listener interaction yeah we we want y'all's interaction so i think we're gonna set up a twitter poll of the day and it's not going to be daily but every time we get together and have a podcast and drop one we're going to drop a a question for for you guys and y'all can answer so with that being said, I think today is something we can go back and forth on. And again, it's a it's a subtle nod to the summer of John Mayer. Okay, we haven't forgotten. It's Johnny still Boy. August. He's still killing it. We're rocking. <laughs> you know what? But here's the question, and you're gonna get it. You're gonna get your chance to vote on Twitter later today. What makes John Mayer elite? Is it his looks or his talent? And you got to die mm. on this hill somewhere because I know it's a lot of both. And we're season. not going to give a both option. The easy option. answer no. is obviously, yeah. oh, yeah, well, it's just a perfect combination of both. No, we have to die on one hill yes. here. Yep, and I think we're all in agreement saying that it's a, it's a very nice fusion of the two. But I want to know which one feeds off of which and how do we get him yeah. there. So who's, who's on the spot first for this one? I had a thought, if it's all right, if I go on. So I, I was I was thinking talent at first. And I've just, the way I've kind of thought about the question a little bit more. And the question is, what makes John Mayer elite? Elite being the key word. And so now I'm kind of swinging over towards looks. And this is why. Talent, it makes a lot of famous people. You can get a long way on talent. But you cannot get all the way there on talent alone. The most elite are the talented and the good looking. So if we're saying what makes John Mayer famous, maybe it's his talent. But what makes him elite? I think the looks put him over the top and kind of put and and gee, we discussed that I think his looks have given him some of the experiences that he's been able to write about. Exactly. And, and so basically, uh, you know, what what was it that you said? Um just 
Just, the fact that he's a decent looking guy. He's a decent looking guy and he's able to have experiences with Spark a wealth breaks. of females. So you go look through his dating catalog. Yeah, and so he's been able to draw experience when he writes a song. So I'm I never thought I'd say this because what John Mayer's best quality is his talent, but his looks I think make him elite. What do y'all think? Yeah. So you're saying his looks feed off of his talent or well or yeah well. his his looks put him over the top okay okay so right he's, he's base talent looks pushing him over the cup right if he was right. ugly he could win you know that one where they're they're turned backwards the All singing the show the voice mm-hmm. but he could never win american idol unless he looked like john mayer mm. and so american idol's been doing like 20 something seasons the voice like 10 i think the proof is in the pudding oh okay skulls what about you man I don't want to go on and, and say that Mikkel just completely changed my outlook with that <laughs> because I'm I still got to ride with with talent. I don't think I mean if I'm not mistaken I believe Carlos Santana is still alive but outside Absolutely. of Carlos Santana there's not others that I would put up there is artists who are as good at playing the guitar and making melodies and I'm going to throw in his, his singing talent as yeah. well. He has a, a voice of an angel. So I was going to say Slash, but Slash I don't think sings as well. Anyway, go mm, on. You put the guitar playing skills and the singing skills together and I believe that that's his eliteness. Okay. I'm that's me, but I got. I do have to give props to you. you uh, your answer definitely opened my mind, and I can agree with what you said as well. Because there's plenty of really not so great looking artists out there that are just as, you know, good at playing their instruments. But they don't get that final push because I like to think of like maybe like a an Ed Sheeran, you know, Had it's, Ed, that's a, that's not an attractive man. Ed Sheeran. And he's not elite. Sorry to cut you off, Skulls, but he's not. If he looked a little bit better, he could. You know, if he had as good a looks as John Mayer, he could be just as elite. The world's his oyster, yeah. Unfortunately for Ed Sheeran, he's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to come right out and say it. Um, And we can say that. Yeah, it's a matter of respect. Yeah, absolutely. He's great. Beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. G, do you have anything to add to this? You know what, Mikhail, I do, and I'm, I'm on your side of the fence on this one because he's absolutely a great guitar player, but I can think of like three or four different guitar players, one of which Skulls just named, who do not receive international recognition because of their looks, right? right. Every girl, you know, from our age, as our age bracket, I don't really know where you want to put us, but still, uh, that grew up or had John Mayer 20s. somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah, in the 20s. Even pushing into the 30s now, loves John Mayer, dude. I mean, it's like he's got the look that they want for. And you just strap. I mean, he could be playing a two-chord melody, you know, and it just woo the ladies to sleep. And I think it's his looks that make him elite because he could suffer a little bit on the talent side, and he could still be a great artist, I think. And there's not a lot of people. I'm sorry. No, no, absolutely. Go on. But not a lot of people know how much he slays on guitar like a lot of the girls i'm saying i don't know i hate to be that way you know but you know you've really got to delve into his live stuff and you know you know really get 
a feel for how he actually plays the guitar. Some people don't know that he is one of the best, if not the best, guitar player alive. Alive, right yeah, now. absolutely. Easily, like I said, I put one Carlos Santana over John Mayer. And maybe it just playing guitar alone, but Carlos Santana has never had the amount of just of hits to me that John Mayer has as far as just making a good song. Like he makes good guitar melodies, um, but John Mayer, he just has the whole package. I know. And, it, I, and that's why I think the looks are what makes him the total package. <clears throat> so, I mean, we can, we can let that one die, but we're going to let our Twitter followers vote on that one. You guys yeah. tell us what you think. What is making John Mayer elite? Is it the looks or the talent? And tell us why, if you're feeling like uh, ballsy. Yeah. You're feeling froggy, drump, jump, <laughs> not jump. <laughs> That's not a word. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we want to move on to some uh, quote unquote listener questions. Yeah, and, and I think this is a good time to go ahead and, and ask our listeners to send in some more questions because we are almost fresh out of listener questions, which is why we're taking a little different direction today. I posted on Instagram several hours before we recorded this if anyone had mm. any hot topics burning questions and ranks that they would like to hear and all i got was a do it from one jordan mcintyre well, jordan i appreciate that you answered but you, you didn't answer <laughs> just do it you said do it so when we put these things no. out people we're not just putting it out to not get any feedback back yeah, thanks for a whole lot of nothing from everyone except Jordan. I will accept Jordan's answer since he at least he answered. Tried, he tried. And he made me think of Starsky and Hutch at the end when Starsky is like, do it, do it, you know. And if you don't know that that uh, that reference, then you're dead to me. Has anyone seen the original Starsky and Hutch? No. No, I like I like the one with, ben, with Snoop Dogg. With Ben Stiller. And, well, Snoop Dogg is in the, the newer one, too, with Ben Stiller and uh, – that's what I'm thinking. Of. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was an original one back in like That's, the 70s yeah, or no, 80s. No one's I ever think. seen that one. No. Snoop yeah. Dogg is yes. my star skeeter. <laughs> Dude, it took me a long time. There was a really funny thing. He's he's pretending to be a caddy, and I'm just going to do this really quick. And he, he gives him advice on which club to use, uh, the guy that he's, that he's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to snitch on. And he hits a good shot, and they're like, wow, you must know a lot about golf. And Snoop Dogg says, I, I, I know even more about grass. Yeah, dude, and it took me so a long classic. time before I understood what he was talking about there. For on the topic of Snoop Dogg, I just want to throw out there, if you if anyone has an Instagram and doesn't follow Snoop Dogg <clears throat> on Instagram, do yourself a favor because he's quite the personality on the gram. Is he bringing that content, bitch? He, he does <laughs> bring that content. Good to, good to know. All right. I, I might make an Instagram just to follow Snoop. But but anyway, so recently in, in our off time, I've, I've stumbled upon this website called Quora. I hope I s- pronounced that right. But it is a gold mine of just hypothetical type questions that we all three at the Backwoods love answering. I love a good hypothetical question. So... Yeah. I think I'm going to start today Skulls' Quora questions of the day. I'm going to hit y'all with three that I found. I'm excited about these. Three. I'm just going to rapid fire them off. Rapid fire off. So first question of the day. If you were a celebrity, 
let's all say hypothetically, we gain celebrity status. What food or restaurant would you want to choose to endorse? Assuming money is no option here, you get paid the same. For yeah, yeah, no money. Yeah, no, no company is offering you more than the other. They're all equal. Purely what based food? on what you would prefer to have as an endorsement. Yes, purely based off of your preferences. Okay. What, what food or restaurant would you choose to have endorse you? Fire. Chick-fil-A all day, every day, thank you. Period. I should have seen that coming, you know, yeah. You should have. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Uh, <laughs> Low-hanging fruit for me there. I mean, that's an easy one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote the movie Adventureland and say, give the kid a fucking panda. And I'm going to take Panda Express. Oh. As a, specifically the sweet fire chicken. That is fire. Absolutely. It's just pure fire. And sweet. <laughs> sweet. Skulls, what about you? My, myself, I would probably go on to... Hmm, it's, it's a hard one. But I'm thinking like an, an alcoholic uh, reference. Maybe like... Bud Light or that's not a food. That's a, that's, that's not a food. That's a beverage. Okay, so I have to pick a food. Yeah, yeah. you, you came up with the, the question. question. I feel. I mean, I feel like food and drink kind of fell into the same thing, but uh, B Dubs. Okay, I like that. Wow, you know, Buffalo I, Wild Wings. Absolutely coming out from left field for me on that one because I was sitting over here mouthing to Mikhail well, in could, and out, in and out. Yeah. Okay. Skulls are changing his answer. In and out all day, every day. I'm animal style. It, animal style, everything. I'm bringing them to the south. You anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, B dubs. I can't believe I missed that one. But I felt like B dubs would be a tight chain to have uh, endorse you. Yeah, I think so. They got good chicken wings. Okay, second skulls core question of the day. Let me get. Got to, got to read a little bit and here. B-Dubs so. does not have the best wings. Just while we have a dead second, okay. I'm just going to say. Who does? Know. Don't say uh, wing stop. No, I'm not, okay. not going to say I'm not gonna say wing stop. I'm on the search for some perfect wings, Miguel. You okay. know, I, you know, you ever, I, I liked Beef O'Brady's wings back when they were still around. Dude. I forgot Beef O'Brady's existed. <laughs> dude, they don't really exist yeah. anymore. I wasn't ever a fan because the name was just a turn off. Yeah. Beef O'Brady's. Beef O'Brady's. <laughs> Wasn't the best. Oh y'all, dude, y'all are missing out. I, I mean, I've, like, I've eaten there once. I don't remember what I got. A couple of times too, but like, it's just, there used like, to be one in Alexandria. Yes. Yeah. Beef up Brady's. Okay. I don't know a lot of other good wings. Sorry, well, I, I'm not. I mean, to- <laughs> yeah, I don't really know that many. There's not a lot of good wings around here, and that's why we got to change that. Okay, you know, the Field House over down here has some decent wings. I mean, but they're not any better than anybody else's. Warhawk wings, copyright. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it anyway. We called it. So, second core question. Five potions were laid out in front of you to take. You could only choose one, okay? Potion A allowed you to stay young forever. Potion B allowed you to breathe in the sea. Potion 3 allowed you to become invisible at will. Potion four, I just, D. yeah, D, <laughs> allowed you to become a firebender, have power over fire. Okay, right. And potion E allowed you to teleport. Which potion y'all drinking? I thought potion D gave you babies. 
<laughs> it did not. Yeah. That's, Sorry. That's all I will say about that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I've got some thoughts right off the bat. Right. For me, the standouts are potions A, C, and E, um, which were the Young Forever, the Invisible on Command, and the Teleportation. Yep. We don't have any business going down to the depths of the sea. There's some stuff down there that we don't need to know what's going on. I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they let them do their thing down there. And as far as a firebender, I see only destruction with having that power. Like, what, what good can you do with me? <laughs> like, going to go weld things together for people? Yeah, I guess so. Like, so for me, I'm taking, this is tough. I, I got to take, I got to take teleportation mm. on the assumption that it is like the teleportation from the movie Jumper. Yeah. Are I'm we familiar with yeah, that? I'm okay. the same one because I'm a, I'm a teleport too. All right, that's that's. Uh, gee, you're a teleport. Sorry to just lead in there, but no, yeah, I have to because the invisible thing sounds great, but I just don't know what am I going to do when I get invincible, right? Or invisible. You can rob a bank, but you can rob a bank with the teleportation to, thing too. In fact, they do that in Jumper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm thinking. So we're set for life. Backwards three P is recording in Tahiti or something. That you sounds know. A, a Aruba maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, well, we could just any go number pick of up places. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just teleport, boom, 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 and you're done. And that's okay. my other thing for the teleport. I have to be able to teleport anybody who's touching me. Okay. Yeah, I think <clears> that that it goes to show. It's like apparition from Harry Potter. Yep. Okay. Skulls. Teleport. It is. You know. I kind of got to agree with y'all, too, just to make vacationing and going to see cool places that much easier that I probably would never get the opportunity to see in the first place. Teleportation has to be invisible. Would it be cool, but I just can't think of a practical way in my adulthood to use invisibility. And as Everything cool that's coming thing, to mind is... is would not be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like snooping on people? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I was like I, a I, Navy I, 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 SEAL or something. Yeah, sure. yeah maybe, sure you know. You, but again, the teleportation. Certain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would be crucial. And, you know, as, as cool as staying young forever sounds, I think it's a curse more more than a more than a blessing. Oh, yeah. I disagree. As long forever. as you still die after like 70 or 80 years, if you stay young forever is my honorable mention after the teleportation, just because that's one of my biggest fears is like growing old and, and losing control of the of my body and, and just not being able to depend on it like I used to. Mm-hmm. What's your runner up goals? Did you have one? I really don't have a runner up necessarily. I didn't think that that deep into that that question but definitely the uh teleportation would be number one for me i drink that potion teleportation i'm just gonna go irresponsible here dude my backup is the fire you know I was, <laughs> the firepower was sneaking up on me there <laughs> I, I would love to just be able to you could blast anything uh, i mean just for funsies yeah you dude know? just just blow some shit up it'd be essentially like mind. having a flamethrower yeah you know except from your fingers which is pretty cool I think maybe next week or next time we're on the pod, we cover superpowers that we might want because mine are eerily similar to what we're working with here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but do we have another question? Because yeah. I think we're all drunk on potions. We, we, I have one more to bring to y'all. Yeah. Okay, last school is core question of the day. One has to go. Game of Thrones, Avengers, or Harry Potter? 
mm-hmm. one of those series will you are choosing never made the face the the the, the screen time may i wiped from existence please do um <laughs> I don't care about the Avengers, and they are dying in my hypothetical. And here's why: I felt nothing when Iron Man turned into spoiler. Dust. Okay. okay. Well, I've had enough time to see it. Yeah. By now. <laughs> no, if you haven't, I don't know. Does he turn in? Okay, I guess he. Does I thought he, he does. He 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 dies or something. Yeah, he dies. I don't he know. If he, I can't I don't remember. Know if he turns I, into I dust. need to watch Endgame again. I just assume everyone turns into <laughs> dust at that point. The Spider-Man he, does, and that hit me in the face. Actually, no. I thought. Uh, I thought they had a funeral for Tony Stark. They did. He, he, I just don't know that he turned into, into dust. Okay, so he, like, he, he snaps. Didn't. He puts on the gauntlet, and he snaps to like get rid of Thanos, but it's too much power for so, a mortal yeah. to withstand. Okay, well, regardless, they're gone in my universe. I'm you, sorry. You felt nothing. Uh, dude, I, I, I really didn't. You know, I almost was tempted to clap in the movie theater, but I thought that might be a little distasteful, especially for all the fans who are going to be... Someone would have been upset. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so you got to pick your battles there, but I <clears throat> still liked going to watch it. It was a good time. Yeah, this, this should be a difficult choice, but it's not because... Game of Thrones and Harry Potter are not only great movie and, film and and TV franchises, but also have really great book series. That I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter. I'm in the middle of reading the Game of Thrones books, and so it adds the second dynamic to it that I've gotta I've gotta send Avengers out. And kind of on your same level of thinking, G. I just saw someone on Twitter the other day that said the Scarlet Witch could beat Thanos one on one, and someone quoted and said, well, "What the hell did Tony Stark even die for?" And I gotta say. That's a, that's a hole in the plot. Why would you even say that? That the director of the film said, and I've always seen Scarlet Witch is one of the more powerful. She's kind of unlocking her powers, but because of the gemstone thing, right? Well, well she destroys it. Uh, she was kind of dating Vision, who had the gemstone, and then uh, had to this whole deal. Did y'all know? In real life, the Scarlet Witch is played by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's younger, younger sister. sister? I read a That's very cool. interesting article about how he always had to live in their she always had to live in their shadow and she finally got her big break with uh, with Avengers and all that. And honestly, she's the, she's the more talented shadow to have to yeah. live under as a younger sister, especially when those uh two kind of went off the deep end there for a while. Did they ever? Are they still are they back on the wagon? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't I have no. You know it did just come onto my radar that one of them either Mary Kate or Ashley, I don't know which one was involved in the Heath Ledger death in some capacity that like they were friends or more than that and mm. that she was how he got a hold of his prescription drugs that he overdosed on oh. which even more just That's makes me very news. upset yeah, yeah. I, was, I stopped supporting the Mary Kate and Ashley twins the Olsen twins I should say a while ago they had those little kid movies, dude. My sister used to watch. I some used of to those. watch some of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a soccer <laughs> one where they were twins, and yeah, it was I, good. I saw. Um, well, obviously they're twins. They went to Australia in one of them. Okay, I don't, I don't remember know. that. I don't know what it is. I don't know. They what had it's a bunch called. of them. Yeah, I know, and that's crazy. That's probably how they got their money. But still, <clears throat> we don't admit to watching those. No, they were just absolutely there. not. We don't support the Olsen <laughs> twins anymore. They are like skin and bones. Skulls. Who's going for you? Yeah, so. Harry Potter was too big of a critical part of my childhood because <laughs> thumb fist up. Harry Potter was way too critical a part of my childhood. Reading the books, seeing the movies, 
I'm like Mikkel, I'm sure waiting outside of Barnes and Nobles and other bookstores yeah. to get the new releases to ever let go. Avengers and GOT, I might I might catch some fire. I didn't get into the GOT uh, Game of Thrones until like the third season was already out, so I had to play catch up. But to to me, I might have to, as much as I like Game of Thrones. I might have to get rid of Game of Thrones because, and hear me out, if we get rid of the Avengers, which is basically the Marvel comic universe, what are we left with for superheroes? Justice League? Yeah. That would be a shitty world to live in. There's a lot of other really good television shows, maybe unlike Game of Thrones, but still really good series that I believe I could fill that void in. But without the Avengers, then we're left with the Batman, the, essentially. Yeah, Batman and aren't, aren't the uh, the X Men part of? No, X Men or Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're left with we're Batman. Left with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and um, Aquaman. Aquaman, like Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah. So yeah, there's your superhero <laughs> movies and stuff. So strictly for that. I got to get rid of Game of Thrones because, like I said, there's plenty of other really good television series out there that could easily fill the void had a Game of Thrones maybe never came out. And that that's a, that's a tough call to make, but the way Game of Thrones ended kind of sets it up a little bit more to be thrown out the way a lot of people were and not pleased. And I didn't really consider that in my thing of how it ended. I just looked at it as a, as a series as a whole. Yeah. I just think like, there's, there's things that we could all as a huge community get behind it like we people did for Game of Thrones. We still have Breaking Bad. Exactly. Know? I was thinking like Breaking Bad, Dexter, there's another good one. There's other shows out there that could easily fill. Eastbound and Down. East, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, Eastbound and Down. I almost got into like The Office, which is not in the same category, but is on the same level of hype. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there there are things. Oh, so I think. I'm glad I could bring a different perspective. Oddball. Yeah, it was good. To, I don't agree with it, but that's what this is all about. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to an opinion. You don't always have to agree with that opinion. That's right. Yeah, just like, uh, actually, I'm, I'm just going to save it. I'm <laughs> just going to save it. Save it, it Prophet Ryan. Yeah. All right. Um, Gee, you got our letters? Actually, I do, because we're about to start climbing the ranks. Are you going to hold the bottom for me? Did they? <laughs> I'm scared of heights. I'll spot you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, recently, if, if you are a fan of the rap industry and rap music, um, specifically of uh, the late Mac Miller. About a year ago, he released his last debut, not last debut, his <laughs> last uh, major album, which was Swimming. came out about a year ago, sometime this past week. So let, let's, in nostalgia, climb the ranks on our top three Mac Miller Songs. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. I'm just going to preface this by saying I can't pick just three and I can't rank them. And I feel like with that being said, I kind of need to go first. Uh, having the least connection with Mac Miller of the three of us, I would have to say. Maybe if we word this, if I were, what about like your top three most played? 
okay. Mac Miller songs. It makes it a little easier. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with Macaw, huge Mac Miller fan, have been since, you know, his, his best day ever days. So, yeah, picking my three favorites would be incredibly hard, but I, I could at least name, like, my th- top three most played out of his yeah, set list. I see what you mean. So let's let's kick it off with G. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead here. We're going to start with my absolute top played is ladders off the swimming album Ooh, you know and yes. mikhail and skulls both turned me on to that song that song is is a subtle bop dude it's funky I mean, yes i know and that's i think that's what gets it for me dude because it sounds a little bit different than than what i'm used to um on there but another one was from macadelic which was the um question song i think uh it had question a little wayne featuring feature little wayne, mm-hmm. yeah. um <clears throat> and that one that one was really good but then my last one coming out of left field here dude Party on Fifth Ave because that one was good. The saxophone is really what gets me. I don't care if he sampled it. I don't care if it's original. He did it. He did it very well. I liked it. Mac has always used horn instruments to the best, like to the like just the pinnacle. Like he yep. just, like all saxophones and just woodwinds. All, not a lot of rap artists are doing that. Mm-mm. It's almost Dave Matthews esque, if you will. A little bit, yeah. But, you know, that's that's it for me. I, I really like a lot of his music. Appreciate what he's doing. You know, uh, honorable mention to the Donald Trump song. Donald Trump, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay. It's, I'm thinking Small Worlds and Ladders are, are two different songs, right? Small yes. Worlds, think, John Mayer did the guitar on. Oh, okay. Then the, I think I think I like Small World. The world is so small. To yes, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, can I? I gotta. I lump those two together. Then let me do ladders and small worlds okay. as one because I. Yeah. I those are the only two songs I know from that album, and they're both jams. Thank you. <coughs> Skulls, you want to go? You want me to go? Uh, I'll let you at it. I know. I know you. You. You got it. Fired and ready to. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna ignore the rules. And I'm gonna pick my favorite Mac Miller song off of off of all the albums, okay. starting um, with Best Day Ever. Which Although, is his first album. Right? Well, uh, he had kids. Well, they were mixtapes. Um, I'm not sure exactly how, they, but Kids is kind of what got him buzzing, and he had stuff before that too. So Kids, I mean, I will go Blue Suede Shoes, Kool Aid, and Frozen Pizza. Those were great. Um, best Day Ever. I gotta go best day ever, but the bonus, the one at the end that has the good beat, the, the one that you would see in the music video. Yes, that. Yeah. Yes, he did two Much versions. Much bigger, yeah, bigger fan of that version than the other one. Right. I'm gonna move into Blue Slide Park, and this is tough because I think it's gotta be. Oh, see, I can't. I can't. I want to say either PA Knights, Diamonds and Golds, or Miss Call. Diamonds and Gold or Miss Calls. So like, it, it, it's really difficult. Um, watching movies with the sound off. I'm gonna go. I'm not real, featuring Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. Uh, and then we're gonna move into Good Morning, and I've got to go R.O.S. Even though he has some great bangers, R.O.S. is beautiful. All the way he starts it off. It's like he's playing at a piano bar. Really great. And finish. Uh, finishing up with Divine Feminine. Gotta go. Ooh, my favorite part, or we, one of the two, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna make this quick swimming. Just give me the whole album of swimming, but I guess hurt feelings, uh, hurt feelings goes. What's the use? So, 
I can't just pick. This, I can't do it. I, there's too many. So that's my ex- extensive list of Mac Miller songs that I love. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. My top three in no specific order either. Um, Dunno, mm. off of his latest Swimming album. Great song. Thumbelina. Okay, I missed faces, yeah. Thumbelina. And then uh, Fight the Feeling, yeah. the feature from Kendrick Lamar. And only because I just saw it scrolling through my Mac Miller uh, catalog on my phone. Honorable mention, Keep Floating, featuring Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just because I have to, I have to, I can't forget about faces. Um, give me probably polo jeans but maybe uh what's the new faces v2 Mm, yes so yeah i just had to add more to that list but look mac mac has he's had a heavy impact on a lot of people he's made really great music for years and years it's a shame what happened to him and the way it all went down and I just thought it'd be cool to pay a little homage to our guy. Absolutely. A year after his final album was released. So if you've got some, if you're a Mac Miller fan, if you've got some favorite Mac Miller stuff, hit us. Let us know what those are on, on Twitter or Instagram. And does anybody have any, any more I, to add to that? No, that's, that's it for me. I'm ready to move on to our next ranking. You've got another ranking. Ooh. I'll, I'll play by the rules on this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Top three superheroes. Should I, should I lead us uh, off? You have to because you broke the rules the last time. Yeah, right. It always, it always <laughs> seems fair. And it's okay because I've got them just ready to go right off the top. Um, pretty much for me, I've got a, a 1A and a 1B. And I'm going to do them as 1 and 2 so I don't break the rules. But it's Batman, number 1. Spider-Man, number 2. And then I, w- I want to go a little unconventional because I was moved by this. This it's, a, it's more of a recent one that's come onto the scene. And, uh, oh, what's her name that plays Captain Marvel? She's coming in for, at number three for me. Oh, dude, I know exactly Brie what you're Larson. talking about. Mm. Brie Larson, big fan. And I liked Captain Marvel. I like what she had going on. So she is in my top three. Wow, okay. And this is just this is just in, a very, a very recent addition to your top three. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can I give an honorable mention? Please. Go ahead. I wasn't ready to give it all over. <laughs> no, give me give me the Flash. I like the Flash a lot, specifically uh, from the the CW show. And dang it, Arrow. Okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> oh man, I think for me, in no particular order, and I think you're gonna see a theme here. Okay, Ryan Reynolds as the Green Lantern. Okay, no other Green Lantern. Okay, not the original one you saw from the comics, but specifically the Ryan Reynolds one. Gee, okay. it's 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 your ability to have it, but that's a bad take, and that's all I'm going to say. Just continue. wow. Okay, <laughs> I just don't I just don't see what's wrong with the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. He's great. Ryan is, is it strictly because of Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, okay, I can respect okay. that. And, you know, that. and then my next one is Deadpool. Okay. Strictly because I'm of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Are you getting it? Okay. Uh, and then last one. Arguably going to be my number one, my day one, dude. Okay, coming straight out of left field, 
Wolverine. Always been a ride-or-die Wolverine guy. I didn't know Ron Reynolds played Wolverine. <laughs> he does in my fantasy. Yeah, so. is, okay, let me just tell you. Wolverine Origins movie as this, the first stupid version he is, of He is, isn't he? Dude, yeah. see, now I'm talking about there's a connection. Yeah, it all it came it full all, circle there. You know, big okay. Ryan Reynolds guy, for those of you at home who don't get it. If you didn't know, now you do. All right, Skulls. I'm going to go number one, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is the new Spider-Man or the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Ooh. I was going to ask you too. Okay, well, I guess I'd have to go with the new Spider-Man uh, with the thought that Iron Man made my Spider-Man suit for me and it has all the cool stuff in it, but I, it, it doesn't matter. I, I'll be Tobey Maguire Spider-Man too. As long as I get to shoot webs out of my hand, yeah. climb on buildings, and swing around New York... As I please. Uh, let me or, interrupt. Or any you. other city. Just real quick, since G asked me, I'm going to have a hot take on this. People are going to come at my neck. Tobey Maguire is the worst Spider-Man of the three. Give me Tom Holland. He's doing great. Give me freaking Andrew Garfield. I liked him. I, they canceled his version of Spider-Man too soon, and I liked what they had going on there. And then give me the stupid Tobey Maguire doing the Saturday Night Fever strut in Spider-Man 3. I don't know what he had going on. Tobey Maguire will always be my Spider-Man. I should have that take, too, because I was born in that era, but I don't. Uh, I feel attacked. Just gonna, I'm not going to lie. Because, I'm coming for your neck yeah, personally, I'm telling you, I mean, that's but, it's the only Spider-Man I know. Yeah, if you're giving me the opportunity to have Tom Holland's uh, Tony Stark-made Spider-Man suit, all for it. But Spider-Man comes in at number one. Okay. Number two, the Silver Surfer. I'm shook. I did not see this coming. Dude, the, that dude gets to ride around on a silver surfboard all the time. That's tight. You already are the silver surfer. Skulls <laughs> Cali boy over here. That'd be tight. And then three is Wolverine. Oh, okay. okay. Dude, that's what yeah. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Wolverine. Common ground. If I could choose, I, I feel like it'd be a really long shot. Wolverine's daughter or whatever she was. From, from Logan. From Logan. That would be cool, only because she has the the spikes coming out of her feet as well. But yeah, give me critical. the spikes coming out of my hands. I'm fine with that. And so, the yeah. regenerative health. Yeah, the, yeah yep. regenerative. You gotta okay. have that. And, and while we're on the subject, I do want to um, just kind of defend my earlier take about Tobey Maguire. If I'm picking which Spider-Man I want to be, it probably is Tobey Maguire because he was the only one who the webs just came from within his body, he didn't have to make like a web shooting canister that Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield both had to. So if I'm one, I'm gonna. But just as far as who did well on the screen, my earlier rankings apply. You mean to tell me that this new Spider-Man kid, yeah. uh, you know, please help me. I don't want to die, Mr. Stark. Yes. Does not shoot webs out of his hands. They they. They, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man took liberty with that. That was not originally how Spider-Man. He had to, he made the webs himself because he was a great scientist and he, he his real power was just sticking on walls, far jumping, super strength, the ability to take Spider Sense, Spider Sense, or Peter Tingle if you've seen the new Spider-Man. Neither <laughs> <laughs> do you have Peter Tingle. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, gee, they they took some liberties with that. With wow. Maguire. I feel I, cheated. I feel like the Andrew Garfield movies hit that cor- the most correct because in Tom Holland, he has Tony Stark, so you don't see a really big, yeah. visible. It's kind of part of the suit with that. Canister, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, you learn yeah. something new every day. But I'm still, I'm upset about it. Okay, <laughs> I'm upset at people for taking liberties, and then other people for not continuing those liberties. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I want to apologize at going at your neck for the Green Lantern take. It's okay. You know what? I I just don't know why. I could not imagine why. Ryan Reynolds makes everything better. No, he's great. He, he is great. That movie was trash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, if we're talking awesome. movies, if we're yeah. talking movies, the movie could have been better. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so, we, we climbed the ranks, so let, let's step down from our ladders at this point and step foot onto some fields and diamonds and pitches. And don't forget the court. And courts. Yes, yeah, so even though it's over, or the court. And uh, Off season never sleeps. Talk some degeneracy for a while. G, have you been feeding your your inner degenerate as of late? I have only slightly, though. Um, you know, we had our first introduction. I don't know. Do we need to give the countdown to football? Are we still doing that? Yeah, I think we should. It's oh. still it's as relevant mm-hmm. as ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get into that, you know, countdown to football. We are nineteen. Well, we're under twenty days. You know, it's nineteen and some hours before we get to college football, right? So it, it's gonna be. It's going to be great, people. Saturday, you know, I think it's somewhere in August, you know, I don't know, 24th. Yeah, they've got like an early, weird game. And yeah, they always start Thursday. off on like a Thursday game Yeah. or a Friday it's, game. It's, it's not a bad game. It's like Miami and somebody. But yeah, it's usually a highlighter, yeah. like highlighting game. Yep, so we'll want to do that one. But NFL is 32 days away, but it's okay because we're in preseason officially. Hot dog. As of Thursday. Football on from now until February. Yep, you don't have to go another week until mid-February and you know without having football. And it, it couldn't get here quickly enough. No. Nope. And on the subject of, of football, uh, us three and seven other guys who knew they are, we are 20 what day is today? We are 24 days from uh doing our fantasy draft. Oh, right, which you would have caught on the last episode. And for those of us keeping track at home, your boy is in second. Can't wait to screw up this draft position. You're yeah, gonna yeah I gotta good. say, do you feel a little bit more comfortable in your uh, keeper potentially being Julio Jones after his comments this week or late last week of going off for 3,000 yards? No, I don't because that puts a <laughs> huge target on your back. I'd argue he already had a big target. I, I think Julio's going to deliver for you, man. I got that feeling. I think he's going to come through uh, this year. So last year I've been relying on him. Let me tell you what. I've been riding the Julio Jones train for so many years now. You guys have known ever since I got into y'all's league, I've been riding Julio Jones. We're not going to get into the to why you don't have Zeke, but that's – No, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll slap Alex in the face today. <laughs> I'm still upset about it. You know what? If yeah. he doesn't take Zeke as his keeper, then I don't know. I don't. I don't know what his deal is. But last but not least, English Premier League starts on Friday. Norwich City versus Liverpool is going to be tight. Uh, but speaking of, just while we're in the soccer realm, you know, Liverpool played at Manchester City today in the Community Shield. So it was the. What's the Community Shield? If you don't mind. Uh, it's the league winners versus like the next best team. I'm pretty sure, or it's uh, either that or the people who won the Champions League. I'm not sure, but okay. This this year it was definitely Liverpool versus City, who have won the league and won the won Europe essentially. Um, but City won one one on penalties. They won five four uh, with a missed penalty kick uh, from uh, from Liverpool. So it was a good. Good to get the uh, season started out right, but I did not cash my over two and a half bet. 
Which is unfortunate. Tough break. You know. <clears throat> It'll be okay. You know, it was just winnings from Thursday night's Hall of Fame game. You cashed in on the Broncos. I actually s- signed up and did my first teaser of the season. It was under 41 and uh, Broncos plus four. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? Congratulations, Dude, man. Cash is the same Cashing as the regular f- season. First football bet of the year. Dude, it felt good to get a win under my belt. I've been keeping my degeneracy pretty quelled until football, uh, English or American football season starts. Uh, haven't I got my couple baseball? I've talked about my my baseball home the runs. Yeah, several of those should be uh, hitting within the next week or so. I would hope. If some guys keep swinging the bats well. Don't really bet much on any soccer or any of the sports really going on right now. So. I'm waiting to uh, really revamp my degeneracy once football season starts. Now, you guys haven't been getting any cornhole or bago action. I believe that's been going on pretty I even, heavy. I don't even know if they offer lines for those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my guy doesn't. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't think my guy. There's been some real heat going on in that realm, but no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> had to pick it up. I believe ESPN 8, the Ocho, is coming back here soon. Oh, okay, perfect. They, they, you know we love the Ocho. Oh, we got to love the Ocho, yeah. Um, All I could think of was <laughs> coming from your cornhole. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, All right. Just, I, I'm really pushing the limits on today's episode. So with, with neither team in the Hall of Fame game really sp- – doing much for us the broncos or the falcons we We, we could all you unanimously uh find a a common point for one specific player to watch during the uh, hall of fame game and that was one ulm alumni alumni marcus green now wide receiver for the falcons and it's looking like his role was. I, I didn't see him get any. I might have been. I might have just missed him. I didn't see him get any wide receiver reps, which I was really disappointed in. Yeah, I think like once or twice early yeah. on, I, I saw him uh, lined up in like a slot position, yeah. but uh, he was mainly out there to catch punts and some kicks. Balls, yeah. mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, he didn't muff a punt. Yeah, he 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 jumped back on it. He didn't lose it, but man, he and. Marcus, if you're listening, we're, we're big fans. We're cheering for you. Uh, really just missed an opportunity on one. They had him backed up deep. The Broncos were punting. And, I mean, he had a little room. And I think he, he might have tried to get started. Might have seen it, yeah. I think he tried to get going um, before he caught the ball. And he, he muffed it. He had to fall on it. Um, I had a good feeling. I caught it before the punt. I was like, come on, Marcus. This is, this is your shot right here. Didn't go well. Uh, I think nerves came into play. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's... He, he's Ball security, though. I mean, you know what? I'd rather see the guy fall on it than somebody try to go pick it up, do something crazy. Right. And screw everything up. He got on it. He didn't do anything terribly. He... he I, don't, I don't think he came back out after halftime, but he's always going to have another opportunity. What did you guys think? I feel like since then, he's probably on pace to, to catch... 500 or more punts and kickoffs uh, before the regular season starts. Uh, I do think we're going to see him more throughout the preseason. I know yeah. they signed him to the roster, so I believe he is on that 53-man roster. So hopefully he has a, a good performance throughout the next four weeks of preseason, and we are able to catch him some 
on Sundays, Thursdays, or Mondays? I hope so. I, I, I'm not sure. I think there may still be time for him to get relegated to like practice squad or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I think his biggest competition, his biggest problem is going to be Kenyon Barner from Oregon. He's mm-hmm. another guy who could, who can field some punts, who can field some kicks. But Marcus, you got to think is cheaper. And if he can just prove himself, if he can return one in preseason or do something big, yeah. just make an make explosive play like we know he can, <clears throat> I got a good feeling about him. So we're pulling for him and uh, keep watching. the. I never thought I'd watch the Falcons in preseason, but I will be. Yeah, same with the, the Broncos. but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another person is Derek Gore. I mean, isn't he playing for the Chargers? Yeah. Uh, so do we need to keep an eye on them when they when they start out here? I think we do, especially with you know Melvin Gordon requesting that trade. It's kind of big holding news. Out right now. He's holding out. They they don't want to pay him anymore, so he's like, I want out of here. So look, Derek is a, as a somebody I had my eye on in the draft. I thought he could have been. He could have made a squad. So yeah, pulling for him, and you got to think he's going to get some reps Absolutely. when the Chargers play. Any since y'all are Cowboys fans uh, here, any any word out of Zeke? So far, I haven't. I'm getting worried. I don't like what Jerry's saying. Oh, you saw what he said about the thing. That's just essentially nailing our, our yeah, whole yeah, – it's, it's a final nail in our coffin. Excuse Jerry, me. Jerry, oh I think I've said on this podcast before, I'm not going to say it again, but he – oh, we need to be rid of him in one way or the other. That's all I'll say, at least as a, <laughs> as a general manager. <laughs> you know, he's a good owner. But, uh, yeah, man, that we re-signed Alfred Morris. We've got two rookies that are good. We've got Darius Jackson, who's done a couple of stints with us. I'm worried. I don't like the direction this is going. It seems like we're more focused on paying Dak and paying Amari, who do need to be paid, but I don't think we – we need Zeke. I don't think we make a solid run without Zeke, but I might be wrong. You you can't get anybody to fill his position, Mm -mm. dude. It's like – No one's got his skill set like that. Unless, I mean, we got a Melvin Gordon somehow, but then we'd have to trade assets for that. Like, you know, there's there's a handful of running backs, and they're – Todd Gurley, depending on the degenerative status of his knee. Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot. Mm-mm. You can throw in I'm, – I'm sure I'm missing someone. Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. But none of those guys are available. Yeah. Not many people can do it like Zeke. Nope. Yeah. Very scary. To wrap the, the Hall of Fame game up, the Hall of Fame game is used to uh, announce the new class of Canton inductees. And uh, two of the inductees this year hit really close to home for Louisiana residents. Uh, one, Ed Reed, uh, Destrehan High School alumni, went on to call, play his college ball at Miami. The bad boys. But uh, Louisiana, born and raised kid, making it to Canton. That's really uh, cool to think about. And one of the best defensive backs to ever do it. I oh, was absolutely. Just seeing a story about how he misplayed a coverage a couple of times early in the season because he knew Peyton Manning would, would see it on film and think he, he had him. He misplayed it a couple of times on purpose and then picked Peyton Manning off. He, he tricked him into thinking he was going to misplay the coverage again. Next level type of shit. Dude, that, he, he's, there's levels to that. And then also, I didn't know this until Mikel told me, but uh, Kevin Mawe yeah. played his college ball at LSU. And he, he was a jack-of-all-trades, did some sense with some different teams, and he also got inducted. Uh, seems like a really cool guy. Actually, a buddy of mine um, met him not too long ago. at a He works at FedEx and, and 
Kevin was mailing off some of his um, memorabilia and stuff to be presented at in Canton for the Hall of Fame, and, and my buddy Jacob got to meet him, so that was pretty cool. That's tight. Um, yeah. Outside of uh, football, we really don't have much else. Uh, me, as a Raiders fan, I'm looking forward to uh, viewing – the the season of Hard Knocks put on by HBO. Yeah. I don't have any means of uh, watching that though. So if there's like anybody out there that wants to drop me an HBO Go or HBO Now or anything I can use to watch my team on Hard Knocks, that would be much appreciated. Hook uh, your man's up with that login info. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll only use it for the next five weeks. Once the Hard Knocks is over, I'll log out and forget all the information you gave me. But for the next five weeks, I would appreciate if someone uh, could hook your boy up. Yeah. When's the Raiders' first preseason game? They all start next weekend. We're mm-hmm. on Friday. I'm we are sure. on Friday. Yeah. Good. I, NFL Network, do we, are we televised? I'm sure I, I, we are. We have to be televised. Yeah. We're, <laughs> America's, America's team. team. <laughs> I don't know when the Raiders' first preseason no. game is necessarily. But – uh. Shitty fan. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of preseason. I'm just like I just pray that no one really gets hurt. Oh, throughout it, AB takes a pet head to the bottom of his feet. Did you yeah. see those Dude, blisters? That, that was man's grody. Ooh, crusty. You have to go see a podiatrist at that point. Yeah, like, no, that he's no coming back from that. He yeah. needs a medical doctor to get him attention. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was bad. But you know, it's what happens when you're burning DBs downfield feet get hot burning dbs and burning feeties anyway um i did want to touch before we we quit sports they did just drop the nba christmas day um schedule always a big point of uh, excitement for me you know that marquee matchup between the two la teams that's gonna be big uh houston okc no uh, was no it wasn't Houston and OKC are a game. Oh, was it? I saw somebody saying it should have been Houston OKC. I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong here. I thought it was Houston Golden State actually. Uh, can Ooh. we get that pulled up? Christmas 2019. Day? Yes. Oh, what? It is. That already happened. Let's see if we can get. That's weird. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, while we're looking for that, I know the Celtics are gonna square off with the league defending league champions, the Raptors. I'm excited about mm, that. And that's also, a big Eastern Conference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably playoff. Uh, the Bucks are going to be in Philly, which is another one that's going to be big mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Pelicans and Nuggets, and yes, Rockets versus Warriors. Got, okay, it was Rockets Warriors. OKC, I thought it was Rockets OKC. Not quite on the level this year to be in a mm-hmm. Christmas Day game. I think it was probably what they were thinking. Is it too early to do a little predictions here? Just you know, it's never too early. Let's go ahead and just run through the list real quick. Give us some predictions. I'll, I okay. can read them since I, I'm here. Got Clippers, Lakers, Lakers, Clippers. Uh-huh. I'm I'm abstaining from all these votes. <laughs> okay. Um, Celtics, Raptors, Celtics, Celtics, Pelicans, Nugs, Zion, Nuggets. Oh wow, you're really going Nuggets here, man. Give me the Nuggets. Okay, we're gonna have to come back to this episode. Bucks, <laughs> Bucks, Sixers. Sixers. Bucks. Dang, we are just on two opposite sides here. <laughs> Y'all need a tiebreaker vote. Um, Rockets, Warriors. Rockets. Rockets, yeah. Okay, do we think the Warriors are going to be less than what they were last season? Like Clay Thompson, don't sleep on Dub Nation. They're still going to be very good. I don't know if Clay is going to be back. He should be back in time to play this Christmas Day game. If, if Clay's there, it might be the Dubs, but the Dubs also really don't care about regular season generally. 
Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go Rockets. I'm gonna lean. Yeah. Them. Uh, that's that's pretty much as much basketball as we get. They're in the off season. Not too much happening in the MLB world. Uh, just a couple. I had a couple things to bring to the table. Uh, trade deadline was this week, so all Stros the trades. Big. Yeah, the, the Astros going all in for a, uh, another World Series potential showing by signing uh, Arizona Diamondbacks ace pitcher Zach Greinke. Huge right arm to already add to a pretty loaded starting five. I mean, you got Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke. You got Lance McCullers Jr. McCullers is in there, and if he ever can stop being hurt... <laughs> Brad Peacock. Yeah. And yeah. I believe maybe somewhere in there, there still may be a Charlie Morton in there. Maybe not. I think he may have gone. Is Dallas Keuchel still in their roster? No. Okay. Dallas Keuchel so held that out to try to get more money, and it kind of screwed him in the long run because the Astros didn't sign him. I believe that earlier this season, Keuchel went to the Braves. That sounds right. I think I want to say I heard that. I didn't know for sure. But, yeah, Astros made a huge move. Uh, I think, I mean, they're already one of the best teams. Them and the Dodgers go back and forth every week with every loss game of being number one and two in the league. Um, And if they can get everyone healthy, I definitely feel like the the Astros could be welcoming another World Series to Houston. Uh, My Dodgers. That's going to be tough if, if you have to see them go to the World Series again. And go down for a third time in a row. Not that they necessarily would, but... I don't want to become the Buffalo Bills of the MLB. I'm not looking to. Unfortunately, the Dodgers didn't make too big of a splash in the the trade game. We really could have used... There are some uh, highlighted relief pitchers. Our our relief pitching is really bad right now. Once you get our starter out, it's kind of open game. After that, we just got to rely on our offense... There's some big-name relievers we could have got. We just didn't want to give up the prospects and able to get them, so we're going to have to fix that internally. But I'm, I'm still hoping and praying that I get to uh, see another Astros-Dodgers World Series and potentially go to another game. The boy, humble brag, I was at the uh, Dodgers-Astros World Series Game 4 in Houston. I believe it was, what, 20. 2017, 2016, somewhere in there. Um, But more importantly in the baseball world, that small talk, how about the 23-year-old kid who recently got signed by the A's after homie rolled up in the pitching simulator thing and started blazing balls in there at 90 to 95 miles an hour? So I think he topped out at 96, but yeah, that, like, I mean, was he, like, has he just been preparing for this? He's like, we're going to go to the Rockies game, we're just going to sling some balls, like. I have read into a little bit to this. Apparently, he has somewhat been training, Uh, I believe he was um, a college baseball player at one point, and then had an injury to his arm, and has been having to work to fix it. And rehab it, and then he's been it working seems like his he's pitch got count fix up. Now. Yeah. But uh, homie just used that opportunity as a open tryout uh, for the MLB to get signed, <laughs> and that he did. 
I think really, I think the biggest losers are the Rockies for not signing him on the spot in their own stadium. Yeah, that's that's a bad PR move, dude. To to have the guy come to a Rockies game, pitch, and then get signed by the A's, like the A's might be hurting for a pitcher. I don't know, but you know, I went to one of these things in Houston one time, and I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was hot shit because I was able to hit like eighty on there. Dang, so that guy's just, he's throwing gas. Dang. Yeah, no, he, he's blazing the ball. I mean, the 95 miles an hour G. Dude, but that, like I said, that's what dreams are made of. Mikhail just tossed his hands up over it truly is, yeah. Something important. <laughs> Go to a game <laughs> there with your bros. You're like, oh, yeah, let me throw a couple pitches. A week later, you're in, you're in Oakland Athletic. Uh, hopefully, the dude has a, a, a prosperous... I'll say this, career, I, I, I guess the A's did their due diligence uh, on this thing. He was crow-hopping those bad boys. Um, True, he did have a kind of a, a, a hop yeah, step. I'm curious that. to see what he can do on the mound, what his control looks like, can he paint those corners. But, I mean, even if he's uh, he's getting to live out his dream, so props to this this guy, you know. But correct me if, if I'm wrong, but you're not allowed to crow hop when you're actually taking a pitch. You can't leave the ground. No, there, no, a couple of years, but technically speaking, yes. And then there were a couple of guys who had came out with tweaked, unorthodox kind had of tweaked their their release and their windups to where they were essentially moving like. Over yeah. a foot down the hill. I can't remember if I've seen that. I want to say the MLB changed some rules because of that. Though. Yes, yeah, and I, be- I believe they changed it to where you you can't. I think they made it to where like he has to change his style of right. pitching because the the guy and I forget his name, I but can't we're all thinking of the same guy mm-hmm. in this room. He was taking he like was, a second hop. Type he of was thing. yeah. He was hopping to where his front foot was almost at the edge of the dirt. at the grass, yeah. which is an extra like two feet before he was even releasing the ball in there, giving him a huge advantage of knocking time off. Reminiscent of the double step back that James Harden's been doing. You're like almost kind of the same gray area of the rules. Mm -hmm. But um, do we start seeing an uptick now of young individuals going in there guns a-blazing, hoping that they get signed somewhere? I mean, if you can sling it 96, yeah. Do, do baseball teams now start maybe putting hidden scouts to work those things in there now? And giving calls up to the front office to be like, hey, well, just had this 23-year-old kid and uh, hit uh, about 89-90 on the pitch machine. We talked about this beforehand, but I'm not convinced they might haven't already been doing that. True. I mean, I mean they had to. They, right, somebody, somebody signed this I think kid. he went viral. On, uh, but but then okay. I mean I don't know where it goes from there, um, yeah I mean, but still I mean not I, a lot of people can come off the streets and be a professional athlete, but if you can you need to know about him so, so props yeah. to the A's and their scouting. And unfortunately for the MLB now that they're past the trade deadline past All Star break nothing in the MLB is. I mean, if you're a true diehard fan, you're all about the playoff races and wild cards and stuff. My two teams, they're making the playoffs, so I'm not really worried about baseball until playoff time comes around October-ish. Shorten so. the season. They do have a lot of games, I must say. Yeah, it is. 
Gee, I'm not going to lie. I just dropped a push pin somewhere on this rug. That is so very don't walk barefoot <laughs> <in> here. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, though, because I'll stare clear. But last thing to round us out at Degenerates Corner, I, I do want to give a shout-out to the U.S. Women's National Team, who are currently on their victory lap across the U.S., and they beat Ireland last night. They're still playing? 3-0. The victory lap. They play like five games or something. Mm-hmm. Just It's like across a victory tour. Um, on this same note, I got my – Four-star U.S. Women's National Team shirt in. Good for you. Looking nice. I'm excited about it. Does it fit nice? Is it soft? It is soft. It's very light. It's one of those nice, light, kind of thin shirts. Mm -hmm. Um, A little smaller than I expected it to be, but it fits fine. So, I'll sit there. Good. Well, I think that's it for me in sports. Yeah, I don't really have much else in sports to, to talk about, you know, until NCAA and NFL start rolling around. It's soon. It's coming. Right around the corner. You better hold your hat because when it does. Oh, when it does, we're going to be recapping our fantasy football league drama, all of the action. There's going to be tons. I think just personally we should just choose either a college team or a professional team as a group, us three, to just root against. Like Ooh. all year to just I mean, let it them should have be Bama, all of our right? Venom. Like <laughs> I, that's like that's I feel like that's the low hanging fruit. Like everybody yeah. hates Bama, but we just need to go pick somebody like North Dakota State University. There will State. be a team that pre- presents itself as the clear unfavorite of this group when the time rolls around. Yeah, whatever team has someone die at training camp again, like Maryland. In fact, it could be Maryland for last year. Although I think someone else has died this year. That mm. got dark, but. You know, <laughs> Texas, horns down. That's who we should root against. Oh, okay, man. Now we're <laughs> now we're beefing with AJ. You know, I can. I'm not you know, sure, but well, Texas we'll sucks. Welcome it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think with that, man, we should consider getting out of here. I think we should. It's been a doozy. It's been a good one. It was good to be back. Uh, we had a little break. Kind of, we skipped yeah, a week. Yeah, we just, it's, it's getting week tough off. with me being out of town, but. We're going to keep trying to bring the content. This podcast prevails. Absolutely. This train is going to keep chugging. Don't worry. Keeps rolling. Rolling around the bend. So, uh, to finish this out, obviously, in the beginning of the episode, we we said follow us on Twitter at Backwoods3P. Follow us on Instagram at the Backwoods3Podcast. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do all of that, we would be remiss if you did not at least rate and review. <clears throat> if, if you do all of that and prove to me that you followed us on Twitter, Instagram, you've rated, reviewed, and subscribed on Apple Podcasts, I will bake a batch of cookies and eat one for every person. <laughs> or if you prefer, I'll mail it to you, but I don't want to have to worry about postage. So I'll just I'll make you a cookie and I'll eat it for you if you... Might even film yourself doing it for that person. I think I could make that happen. Maybe go a little Instagram live, but we'll see. Awesome. Well, I think with that, let's just go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, let's do that. G, let's cue the flutes, man. Bye. Peace.